from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit slash hypergig with details. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Hey, history enthusiasts. You get not one, but two events in history today. On with the show. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to This Day in History class, where we bring you a new tidbit from history every day. The day was June 25th, 1848. In Paris, during the June Day's uprising, a French photographer named Charles-François Thibault took the first photograph used to illustrate a newspaper report. The June Day's uprising occurred after the French Second Republic instituted democratic reforms. One such reform was the creation of the National Workshops, which provided work for the unemployed. But a new assembly of mainly moderates and conservatives was elected, and they shut down the national workshops. Employed and unemployed workers, students, and other supporters joined up to protest workers being cut off the state payroll and the rolling back of radical social reforms. On June 22, 1848, protesters staged a demonstration against the government's decree that 18 to 24-year-olds in the workshops had to join the army, and older people had to join public works projects. And on the 23rd, the so-called June Days uprising began when barricades went up in many working-class sections of the city. The National Guard was sent to Paris to stop the rioting. 
General Louis Lugin Cavignac used artillery against the barricades. And after just four days of conflict, the uprising had ended and the working class movement had been suppressed. More than 10,000 Parisians were arrested, of which several thousand were exiled to Algeria as punishment. Several thousand troops and Parisians were killed. During this uprising, photographer Charlotte Francois Thibault took three daguerreotypes, two on June 25th and the other on the morning of June 26th. A daguerreotype invented by Louis Daguerre in 1839 is a photographic image on a silver-plated sheet of copper. Thibault took the photos from 94 Rue du Faubourg du Temple, a home owned by a market gardener named Jean-Pierre Pivet. Thibault also stayed in that house in 1848 and 1849. The first two photos Thibault took show a deserted street, the Rue du Faubourg du Temple, with barricades at intersections. In one of them, a woman in a white hat named Pauline Pompon appears to look at the photographer from a nearby window. In the other, the woman is not at the open window. The photo taken on the 26th is blurrier, but shows the same street with cannons, soldiers, and shopkeepers present after General Lamaricière's attack. He took the photo from a rooftop above the street. Woodcuts were made from the image, including the woman and the one taken on the 26th, and those wood engravings were published alongside a story about the uprising in the weekly newspaper L'Illustration in early July. The engravings were also published in a special issue of Journée Illustrée de la Révolution de 1848 in August of that year. The images are considered the earliest photos to accompany a newspaper report. Before photographs existed, news articles were accompanied by illustrations. But early on, photographers deemed news events worthy of capturing. Hermann Biot, known for his photos of Hamburg, Germany, after it was destroyed by a fire in May of 1842, took what are considered some of the first ever photographs of a news event. And in April of 1848, the newspaper Illustrated London News printed two daguerreotypes. The Musée d'Orsay in Paris purchased two of Thibault's daguerreotypes at a Sotheby's auction in 2002. The other was donated to the Carnavalet Museum in 1934. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. And if you haven't gotten your fill of history after listening to today's episode, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at TDIHC Podcast. And if you are so inclined, you can listen to a new podcast I host called Unpopular, which is about people in history who resisted the status quo and were persecuted for it. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking. When we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Hey, y'all, I'm Eves. And welcome to This Day in History Class, a podcast for people who truly believe that you learn something new every day. The day was June 25th, 1978. The rainbow flag, made specifically to represent the LGBTQ community, was flown for the first time at the San Francisco Gay Freedom Day Parade. Over the years since its creation, the rainbow flag has become an international symbol both to celebrate LGBTQ pride and in the fight for LGBTQ rights. The rainbow flag was designed by Gilbert Baker. Born in 1951 in Chinook, Kansas, Baker gravitated toward art and fashion design at a very young age. He was drafted into the United States Army in 1970, where he experienced a significant amount of homophobia. Eventually stationed in San Francisco as an army medic, he found a sense of community there in the burgeoning post-Stonewall gay rights movement. He decided to stay in San Francisco after his honorable discharge from the military. Baker designed banners for various pro-gay and anti-war protests. Over time, people began suggesting that Baker design and create a symbol specifically for the gay and lesbian rights movement. Until that point, many people used pink triangles as a pride symbol, During World War II, Nazis used pink triangles to mark suspected gay males in concentration camps. And the gay community had reclaimed the symbol as a symbol of pride. But many people were calling for a new original symbol to represent the gay rights movement. One such person was Harvey Milk, who was a friend of Baker's. Milk had recently been sworn in as the first openly gay elected official in California. Baker felt that the different colors of the rainbow represented the variety of people and sexualities that made up the LGBTQ community. The original flag consisted of eight stripes, with each symbolizing something different. He assembled a group of around 30 volunteers who died and sewed the flags at a laundromat and a gay community center. On June 25, 1978, the flag was raised in the United Nations Plaza in San Francisco for the Gay Freedom Day Parade. The flag gained even more notice by the public a few months later, when Harvey Milk was assassinated at San Francisco City Hall on November 27th. Demand for the flag skyrocketed in the wake of the assassination. The Paramount Flag Company in San Francisco began mass-producing the flag. 
As demand increased, the flag went through a few different iterations. The color hot pink was removed from the flag design since it was too hard to find for mass production. And red became the top stripe, which was consistent with a rainbow in nature. Turquoise was later dropped and the rainbow flag became the sixth stripe design most commonly seen today. The flag has also been the subject of controversy. In 1989, John Stout, a resident of West Hollywood, sued his landlord for attempting to prohibit him from flying the flag on his balcony. Stout won the lawsuit. In 2004, as a form of protest against the Australian government's refusal to recognize same-sex marriages, a group of LGBTQ activists planted the rainbow flag on the uninhabited Coral Sea Islands territory off the coast of Australia and claimed it as an independent micronation for the gay community. Besides the rainbow flag, there are other flags that represent LGBTQ communities, like the transgender pride flag created by Monica Helms. Baker enjoyed a successful career as a vexillographer, or flag designer. By the time he died in 2017, he hadn't made a significant amount of money from creating the rainbow flag, and he never copyrighted the design because he wanted it to belong to everyone. He once said the following, the moment I knew that the flag was beyond my own personal experience, that it wasn't just something I was making, but was something that was happening, was the 1993 March on Washington. From my home in San Francisco, I watched the march on C-SPAN and saw hundreds of thousands of people carrying and waving rainbow flags on a scale I'd never imagined. The flag lives on as a ubiquitous and internationally recognized symbol of LGBTQ pride. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. And if you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to send them our way. We're at TDIHC Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also hit us up via email. We're at thisday at iheartmedia.com. And a special shout out today to Alexis and to Chandler, the super producers on this show, who, as always, continue to do amazing work. Bye. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. 
No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.